Hi guys, you are listening to Graphalistic Podcast. We are back in this episode to continue our next phase for this process, that is phase 4. This phase is one of which you will start to build your character, your personality in all aspects. That is the phase that is very concise and you need a lot of determination, courage and focus. In this stage, it is a long-term process. You have to set it and let it be at the back of your mind, sit it throughout the years. This is the practical side of you that you need to trust yourself to do it. And every time you fall or have the urge to give up, you have to stand back up again. This is where you have to use whatever you have learned about your own character, your motivation, and make it into practice. You need to apply this in every stage of your life. This phase comes in parallel with the other phases. Like I have highlighted earlier, these phases work hand in hand with each other or it can go one after another. What are the areas that you can look into to improve yourself and enhance your already principled characters but not seen by you? I will share with you all these practical steps in phase 4 which works and if there are any that doesn't work yet, I will include as much as I can. This includes anything that I learned from individuals throughout this journey. Firstly, learn to observe yourself in terms how you behave, like how you react to people's behaviour and remarks, how you approach challenges to overcome obstacles, how do you normally make decisions, what are the factors that would influence your decisions, what are your inclinations when you do things, what motivates you, what are the areas that will motivate you to move forward or backwards, what kind of people are you inclined to be friends with, what do you normally do in your spare time? Are you more productive when you are busy or when you are free? Self-reflect on what are those things that will make you happy and those that make you satisfied and content. Why these self-reflections by asking and observing yourself is important. You will understand this better when I talk about it in phase 5. This is because only you know about yourself better than anyone. Any decisions you make, you have your own justification, even though it is just a mere, I am lazy to go to the gym today. Because you know why you are not motivated. Because you know what are the reasons that normally motivate you to go to the gym or exercise. And when you are aware of this, you will end up going back to your habit of going to the gym a month later. And when a friend or someone tells you something, like for instance, it is time for you to get married. I believe anyone anywhere around the world will have this sentence bombarded to them. Doesn't matter what race you are and which country you are at now. Then you can confidently either reply to them back or pull yourself back from the person or you can ignore them. Because at the back of your mind, you know what you want in your life not their life, you know what you want in a person, you know what kind of partners will fit you and you know that these people talk without thinking and you also know that if anything happens to you and your marriage, no one is to be blamed but you. So you have to be aware of this 
and be brave to look at it in this perspective. Don't force yourself to do something that you don't want to, that you don't like. If someone does this to you, it is time for you to evaluate whether you need that kind of person in your life. I am highlighting this is because somewhat this kind of pressure from external could affect your life in some way that it could be very annoying. And if it comes from your parents, especially with their own good intentions, I will still evaluate whether it is necessary and whether I really want it. My mom used to keep saying that to me, especially there was one time right after my younger brother got married. It became so intensified for two days. So I asked her nicely, do you like it if I keep repeating something which you don't like every day? Then she replied, yes, I don't mind. Then I asked, are you sure? Because I can say something that you don't like every day on repeat, even though at that time I could not think of any. But like I said, I, I did talk to her nicely. Don't be rude to your parents, eh? Because I told her I don't like this. Then she stopped. Then, at some other time, she told me again in a different sentence. Then I replied, like, if for instance, I get married and have a child, would you take care of my child? Then she said, yeah. So I asked again, are you sure? Because you are already quite old to commit to taking care of children. Do you want to do the same thing again, like taking care of us when we were a small kid? I also said to her, you know, right, if anything happens to my marriage when you force me to do something which I don't want, I can blame it on you. So basically, that is how I manage situations like this. Um, I like people or whoever, whoever who tells me things to see from another perspective. Like I said, these processes in all these phases are so intricate, such as this. I believe you have seen this many times in your life and it is actually annoying, frustrating, and I do not know whether people have the courage to talk about it. We might be talking like with friends, but we don't go into detail like this. I know this is something which is quite irritating if it keeps bombarding you in your life. But if you don't, I really salute your patience. I have also experienced situations when one of my uncles asked me about marriage and even told me what to do to get a partner, like, you know, pray and ask for it. Then I replied to him, I believe in one thing, when a person is not for me, that person is not for me. If he is, I would have gotten married 10 years or even 15 years ago. He asked, what do you mean? Every time I go out with someone or like go out for dates with men, I will pray to God that if that person is for me, make our relationship easier. But if not, can you please stop wasting both of our time and please let them out of my life? You see how this conversation works? I, when I say this, right, it happens within the next few days. It is not like long-term, one month or two months kind of thing. It is very fast. So you see how this conversation works? I mean, like, I actually did what I said to him. So it was not a lie. And that is it. Speak with confidence. And for me, I will have that look like I cannot stand all this nonsense kind of look. Then I also ended the conversation with, actually, I don't like you asking or telling me this kind of things. Can you please next time don't ask me this kind of question? We can talk about something else. And he did. So far, he didn't talk to me about this anymore. I had a friend who, out of nowhere, in our 10 years of friendship, maybe 13, 12 years since we hang out together, she said something to me like, you know how to cook already, now it is time to get married. In my heart, I was like, fuck you. <laughs> 
you just broke the protocol. And I knew how to cook for so long, just that I did not tell people. So I replied, uh, why are you sounding like the old generations now? I thought you hated it when people said that to you. Rude. Eventually, over the years, I know why I am not interested in all this. When I was in early 20s, I had that perspective of a norm. Yes, like, oh, have a boyfriend means it's going to be a perfect full-on life or whatever. But I realized I couldn't imagine it. More people like in a relationship, being intimate or marriage. People said about, oh, they visualize themselves walking up the aisle or be with the man they are in love with, have a family with them. But I couldn't. I tried and just didn't come out from my imagination at that time. In fact, I hated it. Like I had a certain dislike of why should I? Is it necessary? A happy life or contented life has no correlation with having a relationship with a man. This is not about I don't like men. This is about the perception we are trained to have that women has to get married or men has to get married. If you are in love, yes, go ahead. But if you don't, why are you pressured to do that? And why do you have to pressure others to do that with your unnecessary remarks or opinions? One thing each and every one of us should learn is that it is okay to keep quiet and enjoy the moments silently with each other when there is nothing to say. Anyway, I feel so relieved thinking about this now that I didn't follow what was ruled to be. And now, 15 years later, 20 years later, right deep in my heart, I know why. That is why learning to understand yourself is like a priority. And you respecting you, your own being, is in the higher tier of all in building a foundation for yourself. And if you are at the other end of this, please, please learn to watch what you speak. I always reminded my mom and dad, please, 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 don't ask your niece and nephews or anyone about marriage. Or don't say they gain weight or whatever unpleasant. Only talk if you have something nice to say, or like a discussion, but don't talk about anything related to physical, their life, when they want to have a baby, blah, blah, blah. If I don't like it, means people don't too. And they don't. No one likes it. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, shout out to her, Nas, also told me that she said the same to her mom, just in case. Secondly, remember when I suggest you to read books? Yes. Make this a habit. Read books of any genre of your interests and please do not miss the self-motivational books in this case because we are talking about personality building. Reading is when you will let your mind be in another dimension. Imagining the places and situations the writers are writing about. I remember a motivational speaker mentioned this years ago. She said that when you read, you will be in another world that you think might not be possible for you to achieve. But by reading and when you focus on those paragraphs, it will make you learn new things and imagine something you thought you will never be able to attain in your life. That is why you learn so much from reading because it sharpens your visualization and evaluation. Thirdly, use positive words with yourself and others. Cut out unpleasant words used towards you and when you speak to yourself. Rephrase your sentences when you speak to something more positive, more pleasant. Instead of using don't forget to take the money before you leave, rephrase it to remember to take the money before you leave. This will eliminate you from forgetting it because our mind is focused on the words we use to ourselves. If we use that word, it will register what we said. 
If we use don't forget, you will forget. But if you say remember, it will remind you to remember. Like if you tell someone don't drop the remote control, they will drop it. If you say hold it tightly, they will hold tight. There was one time I tried this for my 21km marathon. I trained for that marathon by going for hot yoga and of course running. The yoga actually makes a lot of difference just in case you all are training for your marathon. That I could last a marathon without stopping. I used to have weak breathing method. So nearer to the final mark under the hot sun, <laughs> my mind was like, okay, I cannot take it. But my physical was like, you can, you can. Why are you giving that as an excuse? We have trained for so long for this. So it is like the opposite. Usually our mind is telling us we can do it. But this time my mind say you are tired, but my physical body told my mind to shut up. You are not tired, so go on. Another scenario was when I tried the 42km run. <laughs> that was a few years later when I didn't train myself or anything because I listened to my ex-boss who told me he didn't train for it, which I realized later he lied. And that was a selfish move, just in case you are listening to this. Basically, my mind and my physical were not coordinating well. I ended up, I cannot breathe properly and nearly died. When you speak to your friends or anyone, after listening to them, if you need to ask questions or inquire further, make the sentences either positive or neutral. For instance, your friend criticized her regrets for not closing the sales with her client. You can listen. And if you need to ask questions, you can say like, why do you feel that way? Instead of, eh, why? Why do you do that? Or, I told you, isn't it? Cut that out. Remember to be mindful of your tone of voice, which is very important. The message that we say comes from the tone of voice we use. It makes a lot of difference. And then when someone else talks to you in a negative way, there are several approaches you can try depending on your style in communicating with people and the surrounding environment and also evaluate whether it is even necessary to argue back. I used to argue back to defend myself. It is alright sometimes, satisfying because I got to shoot them back. And sometimes I want people to learn and be aware that whatever they say has an implication. You can take back the things you forgot, but words are very powerful that it will live in the person's life forever. That is what you need to learn. This includes comments on social media. Sometimes I wonder how can someone type in words that are demeaning on comments. Doesn't matter whether you know the person or not. It could be your friends, your family, celebrities, or strangers. Sometimes I even ask myself whether are these bots or humans. Make a habit to stop and think and see whether it is even necessary before commenting. Last time I used to think some things are funny to say it out loud, like teasing a person or be witty. A few years later when I read those comments or social media status again, I was surprised that I wrote those. I even asked myself, was that me? Did I write those? Nowadays, I will not comment on people's status unless like, wow, their food looks good, I'm going to try. Or sometimes flirting like, wow, you're so gorgeous, your eyes are beautiful. If you are pondering whether some comments in your head are positive or negative, you can ask yourself first, if you were to receive that kind of comments, how would you feel? At times, with people you know, there will be at some point you will get frustrated and tired to do the same thing over and over again. Meaning that you expect that the person will say something nice when with you, but you have to remember, you and I couldn't control the way others work, behave, and respond. Neither can I control what they say. 
even though we projected ourselves in a way that is in a good light. I have heard about this quote over and over again, but I am still not sure whether it is accurate or practical. They said that people will behave to us like how we want them to, meaning that if we are rude, they will be rude to us too. I am a bit not sure about this yet because there were many observations that I made and concluded that it seems like it does not work this way. I have seen individuals who are kind and nice, but people take advantage of them. I have seen people who are generous, donating to random uncle who sells tissue paper to them, but then they were cheated by some car rental guys. I have seen a friend who speaks with arrogance to restaurant servers when these people were not even rude in the first place. I have seen these examples with my own eyes and still I'm not sure how this works though. But I noticed one thing. I am not sure whether it is karma. Every time someone says something negative or upsetting about me or to me, right? Something similar happened to them or something else happened to them and then they will totally change. The next time they see me, they don't say anything like that again or they fall sick or they became gloomy. I am not sure what is that, but this happens quite often. I am salty sometimes, but actually I don't want those to happen to people like that. I mean, yeah, they are rude, but not to the extent of retributions. So guys, please take care of what you say to people. If you have nothing to say, keep quiet. Another method is some techniques that you will just make whatever negative they say to sound like as if it is positive. If you want. I seldom do this because I have a different kind of personality. The lesser the better, which means after they talk whatever they want, I will leave them and avoid them. I prefer to not mingle with anyone who emits negative vibes. That's my style. You can test and try for yours whether it is okay for you to do that. Pulling myself back is one of the things that I did if I know people would not listen or change. Fourth is your communication skills, which includes conversational, making friends. And lastly, the fifth point is setting your goals, in which these two points I will be sharing more in depth how you can go about it based on my real experiences in the next two episodes. At the meantime, I will end this episode here. Thank you for listening. I will see you in the next episode. To watch this recorded podcast, you can visit our YouTube channel or www.craftholistic.com. Take good care of yourself, guys. Goodbye.